Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So, uh, before we actually came on, came on air, uh, started recording all that, we actually made up a list of. Uh, some cheap staple options. Yeah, just some cheap staple staple like top ten best under five dollar cards. Yeah, just a card to have, not necessarily just right now, but in general, a card that. How do you say, a card that would just be good to have both in the current format and in general, and is less than five dollars. Something like, you can just throw into these decks, main or side, and just tech it in. And it will be a good cheap card. Oh yeah, great for new players who are trying to fle- who have a deck right. and they're still trying to flesh it out, but they don't have a whole lot of money to spend. Yeah, like I, I literally have a Mega Ten just full of these cards, just because they're generically good cards to have. Wait, wait, wait. Right, so wait. start. You keep your cards in a Mega Ten. I keep yeah, I keep some of the like super low rarity low cost stuff that i'm not using at that moment sleeved in a megaton yeah because you can put the cards in sleeves like like vertically in a tin yeah if it's if it's perfect can i uh can i like if if these cards are are shiny at least or cards that you use on a daily basis could i possibly mail you a binder a binder that i don't use I almost never... I don't use these cards very much at all, and almost none of them are anything worth more than, like, like a, like, so, like stuff on this list. Like, cause, like Cosmic Cyclone, like, dude copies, like, common stuff. Like, I, I I've got, this. like, I've got, like, a really nice binder for, like, my Prosperities and my Droplets and things like yeah. that, but, you know. Actually, I take, I take the back. I know for a fact that that tin has a Prosperity in it right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh... So my list... Yeah, I know. There's something wrong yeah. with me. So, no, my no. list... Uh, so, at the top of my list, I had Psy, Frame Gear, Gamma, and a Driver. Yeah, we ranked these 1 to 10 in yeah. orders of what we would want. Yeah, so, so like, Psy, Frame Gear, Gamma, slash Driver, they're, like, 4 bucks a pop. The Driver is, is less than a dollar. Right. Great car, great card, great monster to gate. And then number 2 for me was Dark Ruler No More, which is right now at, like, $5.15. Yeah, it's... Okay, technically it breaks the rules, yes, but... It's, it's like, like 15 cents. It's right there. Um, then we got Dino Wrestler Panger, Dino Wrestler Panger Top, also known as Pank. Yeah. 
um, Cosmic Cyclone slash Twin Twister because they kind of do the same thing. Yeah, you can get both of these cards for pennies, and it's kind of format dependent which one you want to use right now. Yeah. Twin Twister's a better card. Six months ago, I would have said Cosmic. It, yeah, and who knows? Yeah. Who knows? The next couple of months I might switch back to Cosmic Cyclone. Right. Uh, so we just kind of we kind of grouped them up. Yeah. Uh, Ghost Bell and Haunted Mansion, uh, Artifact Lancia, DB Crow, Torrential Tribute, Effect Failure, and Forbidden Chalice. Yeah, the main thing that's really interesting to me is Ghost Belt. I don't. I think that's a card that will kind of go in and out depending on the meta. But I mean, some of these cards like Pancratops, Cyclone, Torrential Tribute, uh, Forbidden Chalice. These are cards that will just be generically good to have like forever. Oh yeah, there, there's never, there's never not. Pro- there's probably never not going to be a format where th- where those cards aren't useful. Right. So, you got any takeaways, Micah? Uh, I definitely agree with with this list. This list is very sexy. Uh, DD Crow is one of my favorite hand traps of all time. It's also one of my favorite cards in Bird Up. Uh, yeah, it's just yeah. it's just so versatile in Bird Up. Um, it really is. Oh yeah, like I, Bird Up is the only situation I can think of where DD Crow is better than Ghost Spell, right? Specifically in the main deck too, because you yeah. can search it. And yeah. uh, when we get to to my pick. Uh, I have a argument about Ghost Bell that I would like to get to. Um, yeah. But uh, I also respect the fact that you guys chose Torrential Tribute. That's one of my favorite classic traps that's still being used to this very same day. Uh, and I play, I play that in Paleo. It's searchable by uh, Fury of Kyrushin. It's it's freaking amazing. And then, obviously, Effect Baylor. I mean, that's Imperm on legs. And uh, uh, Cosmic, Cyclone. I, I, I completely forgot that that's actually accessible for under $5. Same with uh, Dark Ruler No More. I'm just waiting for that to go up to $10. Uh, yeah. Those are cards that, like you said, they're definitely going to like rise in price. But like as of right now, like you jump on it. like You can get these on a budget. Oh, yeah. And uh, so. just, just for everyone in my stream that is just now tuning in, we are talking about cards that are under $5 for side yeah, best or main. Yeah, best best budget staple cards in general. Sorry, I just got like an influx of people. No, 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 it's all good. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he sh- Mike is streaming this while we're recording. It's it's very efficient. I love it. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> jumping into my list, uh, my list is hilariously like I think around eight of me and Caleb's cards literally just overlap in yeah. one place or another on the list. Probably because we play together so often, we go to the same locals, a lot of what we see is the same, so that probably is what's pushing our opinions so closely in the same direction, which is why I love having Micah's list here, because it's very different from ours in a very good way, in that he's got a very different experience than we do, so it's great to see what his different locals, what his scene, and what his experience on Dueling Book and things like that is. So, but my list... In the number one spot, I've got Torrential Tribute coming from somewhere where I play. I've been playing a lot of Control recently. Uh, whatever I've talked about, don't let that fool you. I just got done playing Zulich, and I'm going into another Control deck now. So to me, Torrential Tribute is one of the bu- most busted cards in the meta. Right now, we're in a very combo-centric meta. It's insane. And not just in right now's meta, but in general, Torrential Tribute is an insane card. Oh yeah, if you hit, it, there's a lot of decks, you hit them at the right spot with the, with the Torn in their combo. It just ends it. They just pass turn. Right. That's it. Yeah. Uh, number two, I've got Dark Roll and a more. It's the only budget option as of right now that will 
break a board. Uh, one card break the board. Yeah, it's the only one that'll do it. Uh, Solemn Strike is broken. Uh, Book of Moon ends turns on any combo deck. Uh, most any combo deck that isn't fusion related. Yeah, so like Tri Brigade, uh, Prank Kids, Dragon Link, Dragon Link. It really, really kills. Uh, number five, I have Imperial Order. That card is particularly busted right now, but the card's good overall. People are already calling for it to be re-banned, even though it's been errated, which is a crazy thing to think about. Um, and it's interesting to me to see how this card's going to ebb and flow in the formats. With the common printing, it is very cheap. You can get it even at a higher rarity. I think you can get an Ultra for like four or five bucks. Yeah. But the card's very, very, very good, especially right now because of things like the you can play against Mystic Mind and just end their whole career. Uh, you can play it against uh, the Invoke Shadal Dogmatica deck. It's very good there. It's got matchups where it's really good. So I've got uh, Imperial Order on my five. And then my six is Cyclone Twister. The removal's always important to have. It's one of the most important things in the game. Uh, seven is Artifact Lancia. It's a turn skip against certain decks. Number eight is Ghost Bell being able to uh, stop your opponent's graveyard shenanigans is important right now. Number nine is Pancratops, always generically good. And number ten is Forbidden Droplet, being able to do effect negations is well. Forbidden awesome. Chalice. Forbidden. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Forbidden Chalice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah. Droplet's also good. Yeah. It, but that's not really the point of what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So, but yes, Chalice is a very good card. And it should not be uh, forgotten about just because Droplet exists. Oh, yeah. Just because Droplet exists. Just because Gamma. Just because all those cards exist, Chalice is its own powerful card. Powerful monster card. Yes. Yeah. Now for the thing I'm really excited about. You, do, you have, do you have any thoughts on our list, on my list before we go? Yeah, I do. Uh, also, thanks, thanks again for saying Torrential Tribute. Uh, Dark Ruler No More. That's, that's definitely a thing. I personally don't side Solemn Strike. I I don't find situations where I need to side Solemn Strike in because I'm already playing Solemn Strike. And the only time I'm personally playing Solemn Strike is if I'm playing a trap deck. And right. and I just feel like there are so many different ways around something than having to pay life points when you're going into game two or three, depending on how much time is left. And I and I know I'm not the only one chat uh, that can say this, but I've definitely played Solemn Strike, Solemn Judgment, Solemn Warning, all the Solemns, and, and even Imperial Order 2, uh, citing it in Mermails, and I, I found myself being like, uh-oh, <laughs> that life point time of the round call, freak. Yikes. Oh yeah, I have a friend that lost uh, a match literally last weekend because he cosmic somebody in game three. Yep. 20 seconds before time got called on round and he did he was facing away from the clock and didn't realize it. Yep. Um uh I so. I definitely respect Book of Moon. I'm excited to test out the new Book of Moon in the new light, Lightning Overdrive pack. Uh Imperial Order, same thoughts as Solemn Strike, but I actually really respect it. It's also a one of I don't think it'll ever get hit again. Uh in, in fact, I feel like you could play 3 in the and it you'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. I'm I a don't trap player, though. Three. It's really well, yeah. I I tend to err on the side of traps too, but like Imperial Order, that card like is really good still. I don't know oh, if yeah. you play. I don't, I don't know, know if you would, would play, play three, three just because, because I feel like it, it would, would get, get kind of cloggy. You, you can only really have one up on the field, field at a time, time, you know. I don't know. I guess you could. 
Uh, one of my friends said you sight in firecracker just to make the blow heavier with strike. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty nice. Um, I also, let's see, uh, Cosmic Cyclone and Twin Twister, definitely. Uh, I prefer Cosmic yeah. right now because you, you don't want... I always fear Dracos, man. I, I know that's random, but like the whole Draco effect where pop, okay, cool. Graveyard effect because it was pop. Pop. This. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, hate it. Lancia is one of my favorite hand traps. Uh, Ghost Bell is great, but I got a, I got a contradiction to Ghost Bell I'm about to explain. Uh, Pancratops is awesome. I miss it at three. Uh, I feel like I could come back to two and we'd be fine. And Chalice is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite spell cards. My favorite quick place uh, spell card ever, too. Now, uh, it's hilarious that Chalice was the only card that was on all three of our lists. Yeah. And it landed in the exact same spot on all three lists. Oh, there is one thing real quick before I forget that Forbidden Chalice has, again, has that none of these cards can do. Only Chalice can do it. Yeah. It can be activated during the damage step. Forbidden Droplet can do that. Yeah. Forbidden Droplet can do that, too. <laughs> I mean, of the cards that we've listed so far. Wait, Chalice can do that, too, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That was why he brought it up. Oh, oh it's, yeah. It, yeah, it's still relevant in the battle phase, but... Yeah. Um, uh, so, I'm going to start from number 10 and work my way up Simo style. Uh, number okay, 10. let's do it. Number 10, I find Chalice... Chalice is, like... It's, it's just so good but like it, it's cheap there's commons there's gold rares that are like i think not even 10 bucks not even five bucks probably pr- probably under yeah five. you get chalices really really cheap um and then it you know it you could use it in the damage step uh you there's a lot of different ways that chalice can boost you even when you're losing that attack or you could use it on your opponent even though uh yeah but uh, I, I yeah, find Chalice is a really versatile card. I find Chalice, to, or sorry, gaining attack, not losing attack. Sorry, uh, I find I find Chalice to be uh, just really handy. I mean, I, I played it in Gladiator Beast like a mofo, dude. That that card was so great, and also in like just beatdown in general. It's just it's just good, um, good old punch in the face, and it also just negates effects. Like things things happen. Uh, number nine, I I said. Paleo Dinomiscus. Uh, that's my favorite Paleo trap. Uh, next to Morella. I have a huge defense on Morella if, uh, if you guys ever play Paleo and want to test it. Um, that The really interesting thing about Dinomiscus is that you say it's your favorite card in Paleo, but you got to remember that card's playable in a whole and, lot more than Paleo. And that's why. And that's why, dude. You remember in Zoo format, everybody was playing Dinomiscus in Zoo. Uh, and no, we, we don't remember. That. Oh, you don't. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> we were in the we were in the game. <laughs> well, that's just, that's an open open topic. But yeah, I mean, if you go back to like uh, if you go back to like spicy tech in in zoo format, uh, I immediately thought of Dinomiscus in zoo. I'm like, okay, boom, Dinomiscus. Okay, zoo, uh, Dryden's gone. Move on. Uh, and also, it comes back as a normal monster, like I explained earlier. They're unaffected. It's unaffected by monster effects. Uh, it. Uh, it can make Toad if you got three, and somehow you got two on the field. Um, it's a it's a great, and it targets for cost. That's what I love the most about it. It targets for cost. Uh, yeah, it's super versatile. It really is. My number eight was Gamma and Driver, uh, because yeah, I I feel like 
maybe maybe under five bucks like yeah each card and i picked 10 so technically there's 11 but gamma and driver just go together you need both of them and uh well yeah i, yeah. I feel like driver's just included in the game package. yeah driver's since but i feel like at one point driver was spiking up before it got like a, a reprint of some kind and John- yeah it got another rare reprint yeah yeah same same set as a uh, gamma the oh, Toon Toon Chaos Chaos. i love that pack rest yeah. in peace um but yeah dude Gamma and Driver are super great. I love going second with Grimmaju or Mermail and playing that in there. Uh, number seven, I put Skullmeister. Now that is my defense against the dark arts of Ghost Bell. Skullmeister does what Bell can't do, and it stops Banish for cost. Yeah. All yeah, around. So- all around. I- I'm not going to lie. I completely forgot that Skullmeister got a reprint recently. We literally, the second we read your list when we were doing shows, we looked at it, we were like, how in the world did we miss Skullmeister? Yeah. And we thought about it, we were like, oh, we we thought we still thought it was a $10 card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to Google We literally both had it in our heads. We were like, we can't put Skullmeister on that list. It's not, it's not under five. Totally forgot. Yeah. Um, it, this was a... Uh... This is a really great card. I, I had that I had that card in Secret Rare at one point, and then I sold it when the when I found out there were super rares coming out in that I think it was that invoked pack or some some kind of pack. Uh, they I'm got, not sure. Like, they got a super printing, and so I got those, and I had some change on me, and I've kept those ever since. And Orcus, I I I hate it. I hate Orcus format. I hate it. And Skullmeister was the bee's knees of that format for me when I was playing Mermail. Uh, I get the sense you don't really love that format that much. No. (laughs) (laughs) I had no fun, man. I had to play... I mean, I loved playing Thunder Dragon. I got my invite with it. But I couldn't play Dinosaur. I couldn't play Grimmaju. I couldn't play Paleo. I couldn't play Mermail. I couldn't play Musket when I was playing Musket at one point. I couldn't play Trickstar uh, because they hit stuff i think or trickstar was just i don't know somewhat something something around there something trickstar and me just didn't click i didn't play trickstar i didn't have trickstar something i don't know but orcus was just going around the seattle area it was the most cancerous deck at the time and i was like i need to get around this and i like sat at home i looked through all my cards and i'm like skullmeister's my baby and it just always stops that banish for cost and that's something that bell can't do all around you might banish for cost, sure, banish for cost is fine, but then, boom, bell. I'm not going to let you do it, uh, Like depending on what that effect is. But there's some effects that bell can't get around from the banish for cost on, on graveyard, or graveyard effects in general, and that's where Skullmeister comes in and is just like, nah, I got this. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Now, there are, now, I can imagine there's probably one or two circumstances where Ghostfell is better than Skullmeister, mm-hmm. but just based off the banish for cost, in my opinion, would absolutely make me want to run the Skullmeisters over Ghostfell. Exactly, and that's that's why I don't play Ghostfell. Uh, I I just don't find her. I find Ash and Skullmeister to be a better combo than uh, than than having Ghostfell. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, so my next my next choice uh, number six number six is where the fun really begins for me in, in this whole entire whole entire ch- uh, chat Spiritual- I can definitely tell spiritualism <laughs> spiritualism was told to me on a stream that I had this weekend 
by I don't remember who, and I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for whoever told me, but I had a moment, and someone was like, why don't you try out spiritualism? And I tried it, and it was so fun. And I don't know if what if you guys know what that does, but uh, let me let me just pull that up real quick. While you're doing that, I, I'm not gonna lie. When I read it, I was like, "Wait, you're talking about this card, right?" And I so I had to pull it up and double check it. I I completely forgot that card existed. Mm-hmm. And I read, it, I was like, "Oh, it's actually pretty good." It's a goat card. It's a really old card. Uh, Spiritualism says return one spell or trap from your opponent uh, your opponent controls to the hand. This card's activation and effect cannot be negated. And I never knew that last part existed. I always thought it was just the first part. Because, you know, Mandela effect. And I'm 30. And I've been playing this game since I was 12, off and on. So That's crazy. I never even knew this card existed yeah, until dude. you sent your list over. Uh, I, What's I, the application here? I want to say it was it was Bob Bobcat Blackout told me. I could be wrong. The application in this situation that I was using it in was mm-hmm. on field spells, on like Mystic Mind, on uh, uh, field spell in general, like like Necro Valley and, and Zombie World and stuff. Back row, yeah. Uh, back row floodgates, like Imperial or not Imperial, or, sorry, like a uh, uh, Royal Decree. Uh, I had TC Boo, yeah, TC Boo. I had someone bring Royal Decree to a tournament that I was going to be in. Because they knew I was playing Paleo. And I was like, okay. And I was playing online. And I was like, okay, I'm going to side this. And I, I did. It was amazing. And uh, Spiritualism is just a beautiful card. I really respect this card. And then my next number, uh, that would be number five. Number five mm-hmm. is uh, Geonator Transverser. And uh, that is my favorite, favorite, favorite common link in the whole entire game right now i didn't tell i didn't tell caleb what this card was and what it yep. did <laughs> I, I, I love i love this card i love stealing cards from people toad hippity hoppity get the heck off my property um <laughs> and so so basically geonator says two effect monsters it's a rock it's a link and it's an effect it's 1200 attack link to earth uh this link card and monsters it points to cannot be destroyed by your opponent's card effects if this card points to two monsters, you can start colon. You can switch control of those monsters. You can only use this effect of Geonator Transverser once per turn. And just all those effects right there are just so good. And so first off, the linked cards, your monsters, it points to cannot be destroyed by opponent's card effects. Okay, so they're playing dinosaurs. Uh, you know, they're trying to destroy stuff. No. Uh, Dark Hole? No. <laughs> I'm just saying Dark Hole in general. Uh, yeah. Other generic destruction uh, hypothetical. Uh, yeah, uh, Regeki Break. <laughs> These are the dreams. Uh, oh, Regeki Break when it was meta. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, but then the second part, you know, it, it points to two monsters, switch control. Okay, I play this in Toad, and then I make Zeus, uh, Zeus pass, you know, have some traps, stall them out, they got something, and then I switch... Or they got Zeus, sorry. I'm sorry. They got Zeus. They got Zeus. Whoa. <laughs> I get Zeus. Boom. Boom. Game. And uh I I love I love this card so much. And I and my also shout outs to uh Gravity Controller. That is also another choice that I was thinking about. 
Yeah. Uh, it's more situational. There's definitely... Yeah, it's more situational, but... I mean, the de- it's got its applications where there are certain decks and certain things that it's just better in. Like, Shadal Invoke Dogmatic. I mean, uh, Pure Shadal, Trap Shadal. I know they play uh, Gravity Controller because it's just better. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I love Gravity Controller. I, I, I was thinking about putting that in there, but I just thought that was more situational. And Geonator is more easier because people don't really think about Geonator also. They, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but not a lot of people go for the middle zone, and not a lot of people go for the uh, extra deck monster zone area below those extra deck monster zones. Um, yeah. And and so so uh, Geonator comes in, and there's a monster in the middle zone for some reason, and then boom, Geonator's just like, it's mine. Here. Hilariously... I remember when Drytron first came out, it was very common in that deck to run both Geonator Transverser and uh, Relinquished Anima. So literally the only place that a monster was safe when your opponent's field was their far right zone by their uh, graveyard. Because any other zone could either be stolen with Geonator Transverser or Relinquished Anima, which I think is hilarious. Yeah. Shoutouts to Anima. Anima is a great card. Uh, it really is. But situational, though. And that's where DD Crow Very comes in. Woo! <laughs> uh, but yeah, DD Crow can make uh, Link Rebo. It can make uh, Anima. Uh, it, it's a it's a great, great card under $5 that you guys said. I didn't choose yeah. DD Crow. But, uh, I'm, just, I'm just giving that a shout-out because we're talking about Anima. But number four... Yeah. Uh, number four for me is a spicy tech. And I know that a lot of people in my chat are probably going to disagree with me, but I think that Winter Cherries is a very spicy tech. Uh, Ghost Reaper and Winter Cherries is a very spicy tech for this meta and just in general because you never know when you're going to play a format that revolves around having to have the boss monster of your extra deck, having to have uh, Dragoon in order to win. If a deck doesn't function and needs Dragoon in order to win... Go for the Dragoon. Uh, if if you're playing against Zodiac, go for the Dryden. If you're uh, if you're playing against Eldritch, go for uh, go for one of the trains. Yeah, you got to side you got to side these things in, but these can or you can main them just to be spicy. But like, I'm trying to I'm trying to give an example of something that everybody plays. Uh, yeah. Appaloosa, uh, if for to to stop Goki combos or, or whatever. Uh, Boral Sword, Savage Dragon. Uh, uh, if you're not, well, if you're not, if you're running a deck that doesn't have an extra deck, you can also just throw a Striker in there and then just hit Dean Link, uh, saying that they can't act, they can't summon Striker Dragon. There you go. There you yeah. go. And and yeah, uh, it's it's just such a good card. And I I miss I miss this card being somewhat relevant. I think during Spiral format, uh, that that card would go after the. Spiral double helix, and then spirals like, oh, I lose. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Like okay, so like in a format where, where there's where there's fewer decks that care about their action, that have extra extra, extra deck space to throw that kind of stuff in, or there's a, a format where there's a lot of the same cards, extra deck cards running around. That's when Winter Cherries is amazing. Granted, right now we're in a format where um, where there's just way too many decks running around. These completely different extra deck monsters. But definitely pick them up while they're cheap now, because if that ever happens, 
Oh! It's it's just such a an interesting tech that sometimes people don't see coming, especially in mirror matches. That's and especially in a tier zero mirror match format, like you automatically win. Yeah, for win. sure. Uh, Shoutouts to me playing that in zoo format. That was such a great great card. Uh, my next choice. Shoutouts to everybody that knows this spicy little hand trap, and especially Logan and Brian from Crush Cards. Contact C. Contact C. Let me pull this Part's up, good. guys. Do, 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 do. Oh, we know what Contact C does. Yeah, dude. I was going through some bulk here recently, and I found a bunch of them, and I was just like, I'm just going to pull all of these out. Oh, yeah, they're good. It's Contact good. Contact C. Yeah, uh, it, it, you know, it just stops your opponent. It's like, here, take it. It's yours. You can't do anything. Now with do it. something with it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you pull it up? I did, yes. Yeah, go ahead and read it for the people maybe listening that are like doing something and don't have time to look it up. What do we got? It, it says, uh, when your opponent normal or special summons a monster or monsters, quote, uh, in quotes, except during the damage step, colon, <coughs> uh, you can special summon this card from your hand to the opponent's field in defense position. This card's controller cannot fusion, synchro, exes, or link summon unless they use this card as material. And it's a level that 6. That is so hilariously good. Yeah. The only downside is it's got a 22 defense booty. Uh, but you can still get yep. over that. You can pop it. You know, you can destroy it, whatever. You can banish it. You can get over it. Uh, but Oh, yeah. But yeah, I I definitely have this. I think I have at least at least six copies of this laying in my extras down down below me. Uh, but yeah, I I can just give this to Zoo. I can give this to Elvich. I can give this to um uh Madolce. Uh, <laughs> you you can also give the Dragon Link. You can give it to me, and I'll I'll be really really mad. I'll be so mad if you guys give this card to me while I'm playing Paleo. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, played against Dragon Link. Yeah, I mean, dude, it, it just it's so good because there's not a lot of ways that you can use it. Like, yeah, you can make Nightmare Phoenix or something, but like that'll stop your your zonage if depending on where you're at in the combo. Uh, like, there's no way you can really get around with it. It's a not really a great great card to have on your field. Um, moving on to number two. Uh, obviously the kaijus, except for Gadarla. Yeah, I was about to say, any kaiju not named Gadarla. Yeah, it's, uh, personally my favorite, favorite mechanic in, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! ever, and when I was getting back in with my ex-girlfriend, uh, I was looking at all the cards and everything, and, uh, uh, kaijus were coming out, and I am a huge Godzilla fan, and I am just a huge Gamera fan. I like turtles more, you know, just as much as I, if not, if not more than I love frogs. Uh, and I'm still waiting on a turtle archetype Konami. Um, like that's actual <laughs> supportable and not just like random generic cards that have the word turtle in it. But, uh, you know, Gamma Seal, my personal favorite kaijus to use right now that aren't Gadarla are Gamma Seal, Radian. Jizukiru, uh, and that's about it. But uh, Dogaran and Thunderlord, or sorry, Thunder King and the Spider are a little bit more situational for me, and I don't really, I don't really like giving them those. I like giving them the Turtle because the Turtle's the weakest. 
Uh, I also like having Radiant on me because he's 28. And I also like having Jizakiru on me because he's 33. But, like, Jizakiru is a light machine, so you can play that in Cyber Dragon. And you can just give it to them, and then you can play Cyber Dragon. Or just play Cyber Dragon in general. And give it to them, play Cyber Dragon, Contact Fusion. Well, I was going to say, like, and the reason why we keep saying not named Ghidorla is because Ghidorlas right now are, like, eight bucks. Yeah, that's that's absurd. Thanks, Bird Up. I appreciate yeah. you. Uh, and I well, believe specifically Slumber. Barry Statue of the Stormwinds. I believe yeah. Slumber is under under five bucks. Let me let me just uh, let me just double check real quick. Kaiju Slumber. Yeah, I'm like nine percent sure it's only it's like three to four dollars. Okay, um, but yeah. So and in Kaiju Slumber, it just blows up the whole entire field. I'm gonna, I'm including that in the the actual, uh, the actual kaiju package, if you will, um, just to just to double check. It is five dollars on the dot. From what I'm seeing, there we go. Five oh one. Sorry. Okay, five oh one. Uh, but yes, close enough. But close yeah, in kaiju slumber, I mean, it's it's it, it goes with the kaiju's. That's why I'm including this, kind of like the gamma driver thing. Kaiju Slumber destroys the whole entire field. Uh, special summons two Kaijus in attack with two different names. And then uh, they got to attack if able. And then also, like, after it's banished, like, the next turn, you could banish it from the graveyard. And then you can search for a Kaiju. So your engine keeps going. But, you know, if you play that in a Kaiju Luna control deck and you got Kyoto Waterfront on the field, like, dude, it's it's so wild. Kaijus are such an underrated engine. I, I love Kaijus. Um, and then, and then finally, number one, can everybody guess it? Guess what? It's Super Poly. Card's insane. <laughs> oh yeah, now, f- I just want to say, whenever I read Super Poly, I felt absolutely disgusted oh, with our myself. our foreheads got warm because we just started slapping our foreheads like, yeah. how did we not put Super Poly on our list? Especially me, because I play shit all. That is literally the reason that card got banned. <laughs> it yeah. was like... Oh, yeah. We know, we know what we did wrong. We're sorry. Yeah, that card, that card is absolutely insane. I, I cannot begin to express enough how much I think spell speed four should not be in the game at all. I really don't agree with the concept of spell speed yeah. four. I don't even like the forbidden droplet. You can discard cards to make it spell speed four on command. I, I yeah, that's disgusting. I hate everything about it. I hate super poly. I hate. Everything I just it makes me just it makes me salty and unhappy as a player. Oh, and I, just I love it, it though. <laughs> I love it. I had a I had a duel. Uh shout outs to again, shout outs to Logan from Crush Cards. We were in a Winamat and we were both playing uh we were both playing Super Poly in our deck, and I was playing Paleo Eldritch, and I brought up the Eldritch and uh, I had Haquero on field, and she freaking super polyed into Mad Lord, and I'm like, "What? Let's go! Okay, because guess what, boys? I had a super poly on my hand, and guess what I did? Super polyed it into that. <laughs> it was great. That's awesome. It was oh my God, so. That's hilarious. It was the dude. It was so freaking dope, and she was laughing. I was laughing. And uh, it was just one of those moments where you're just like, wow, super poly. Super poly. Heck of a card. 
And oh yeah, that's my list. Uh, what do, what do you guys think about it? There's some cards in here that I've never heard of, spiritualism yeah. mainly, but there's also this is the beautiful thing about this is that you can ask five different people and get five different lists. Obviously, me and Caleb had the same list on accident, but honestly, depending on what you see around you, Super Poly could be the best card around you. You know, Kaijus, you could, you know, I don't know how we miss Skullmeister. You know, I didn't even have Gamma and Driver on my list, but I acknowledge that mm-hmm. it's a great card to have. You know, Dino Mishkis, that card's insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so interesting to get so many different perspectives on this. And uh, just a uh, <laughs> sneak peek into the next episode. Uh, I also, I don't have the list yet. He's working on it. It's fine. Uh, but Pack has agreed to give me his list of the his top 10 cards under $5. So I'll have that for the next episode. So it'll be like a little continuation onto this one. So, but... I think the more perspectives that you can get, the more options you can have. And for under $5, every card that we've talked about here, probably 25 different cards, every single one of them is worth having in your collection. I I have triplicates of most of these cards, like I said, sitting in that little mega tin and just just drop drop them in sleeves. Stack them in there, and anytime I need a tech option or something, I go through that tin and I always find something. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, real quick, just going to rapid fire through some honorable mentions. Uh, Appaloosa, she's like seven bucks. Boral Sword is six. Nightmare Phoenix, Cerberus, or Unicorn, they're four dollars for one of the each. set. Uh, Elder yeah. Entity Entis at like a buck fifty. Harpy's Feather Duster, 13 if you really want to spend the extra money. Uh, Regeki is less than a dollar. Yeah. Uh, the Ghidorah Kaiju is like eight to ten. Fury of Kariushin is under a dollar. Its entire purpose is specifically to search out torrential tribute. You're right. welcome. But it, yeah, but it yeah, absolutely. I, I completely forgot this card even existed until he mentioned it. But, Hilariously, uh, super playable and specifically the Penguin deck. Yeah, Penguin, <laughs> any deck that runs lots of water monsters, completely uh, runnable. Paleo. Um, yeah, Paleo. And it basically lets you run six torrential tributes. It makes it searchable, which in especially in the right matchup is just insane. And to end it all off, we got a call by the grave at under a dollar. Yeah, it didn't make any of our lists. I personally I didn't think about it until right before we recorded and referred in the honorable mentions. Yeah. But uh yeah, that was some stuff that we wanted to throw in. Do you have any other quick honorable mentions? Uh yeah. Um D barrier? Dimensional barrier? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, it's a card I considered, considered on my list, and I ended up going with some other stuff. stuff. Uh, dude, D-Barrier is by far one of my favorite traps of all time. and That's super powerful. It's it, Oh my god, I remember during during Zoo Format when that card came out, I was playing that all the time. And then you could search it with Trap Trick, and then you could play it immediately. It's amazing. Um, Shoutouts to my homie Max. He also loves D-Barrier. I remember the good times we had with that D-Barrier. Uh, I'm going to ask my chat. I want my chat to, to throw in some uh, some five-bucker undercards. Uh, I also want to mention, I believe, Blizzard is an interesting card. Uh, I, I, I want to see play with it. I just want to I, I want to mention that it is very, very much under five bucks. It's probably like a buck. But Blizzard is a quick play. And it says, target one face-up spell your opponent controls, semicolon. This turn, 
negate the activated effects of that spell and all spells on field with the same original name. If the targeted card would be sent to the opponent's graveyard this turn, it's added to their hand instead. You can only activate one blizzard per turn. I believe Simo did a video on it, defending it, and also saying that it's situational though. But I really like this card, and I'm just going back to the, you never know who you're going to play at locals. Shoutouts to stupid, stupid pants Draco players. How can you still play yeah. Draco right now? But Draco is a, a rogue example. Uh, anything destruction-wise, anything going to the grave, anything whatever. But, like, you know, you guys... You, uh, like, like target uh, uh, Zodiac Barrage. Target uh, what a, a, a field spell. Target whatever. And it's negated. And uh, it's negated forever. And yeah, and I know also another another super rare that had come out recently. So that that blizzard, that's a super rare from Rise of the Duelist, and then also another super rare that I think came out of Phantom Rage or Blazing Vortex, a Psychic Eraser Laser. Yes, yeah, dirt cheap card, very fun tech. I also want to give a shout out to Mistake and Mistaken Arrest. Mistake is Thunder King Ryo, but a trap. It literally just says neither player can add cards from the deck to hand except for drawing. And I play that in Paleo still to this day, and everyone gets mad. Yeah, I lose my dupe search, but I have to go to the graveyard instead. But it, it's still a great trap um, if, if you don't need the search. Mistaken Arrest also, uh, there can only be one. Absolutely. Jeez, uh, oh, yeah. uh, what else? Uh, totally awesome. Yeah, you can say a lot <laughs> of the floodgates, like yeah. Tiki Rivalry. Brawl Decree. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Goes and match. Oh, yeah. oh, also, All those floodgates. the original kaiju himself, the boy, Lava Golem, and Sphere, yeah. sphere Mode. I mean, dude, like if you don't yeah. mind, if you don't mind losing your summons or whatever, shoutouts to Mystic Mind. Uh, you can play Lava Golem, and it's it's just a. What is Sphere Mode running in price? Uh, I know you're on TCG player, because I think Sphere Mode is like, I would say it runs somewhere in the range of five seventy five, four or five dollar. Yeah, that's still not bad. And, yeah, yeah. And then you can get the super for five. You can get the ultra for seven, and then you can get the duelist pack battle city one for twelve. Yeah, I mean that's still not bad at all, considering yeah. the capabilities they can have. Oh, what's that? Oh. You have like a a dragoon and a Borlot savage and an Appaloosa? <laughs> not anymore. You don't. Gone. Uh, I want to give a shout out to one of my best friends ever. His name is Brian, aka Phantom Void, aka Void. Uh, one of his most favorite side texts to use against me and other people is Silent Graveyard, which was originally called Forbidden Graveyard. And it says it's right. It's a quick play. It says discard one card, semicolon. Effects that activate in the graveyard this turn are negated. That was yeah. That was uh, that reminds me a lot of like different different dimension ground, which is like basically macro, but for a single turn, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, but shared ride, shared ride is the yeah. other one. Yeah. That, that was... a lot of these cards came in Dual Devastator, which gave them like super dirt cheap reprints. Oh yeah, to where sure you can't buy the Dual Devastator for forty dollars anymore, but I mean you can buy all the cards that were in it, most of them for you know ten cents here, or twenty cents here, oh, yeah. because it just made everything so cheap. Uh, oh yeah, Dual Devastator was a great product. Uh, anyway, um, we've gone way over time. Yeah, we're like an hour over on time. Wow. <laughs> yeah. well, I, I've really enjoyed this. This has been awesome. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. We really appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. We are going to wrap it up, though. Is there anything that you want to plug at the last moment? Uh... Yeah, I just want to say I'm I'm really thankful that you guys are having me on here, especially for the Lightning Overdrive uh, episode. Um, I I wish we had some more time to talk about that, especially I I forgot about so many cards that are coming out in that pack and to talk about that format. And I also just like to just to hang out and duel you guys sometime and just get to know y'all on my show. Yeah, absolutely. We're so. both set up on remote duel, so oh yeah, definitely arrange that. Oh heck yeah, I trust you guys enough. I have a I have a great podcast episode I'd like to talk about my experiences and, <laughs> and opinions on remote duels. I know that it would probably upset a lot of people that I know, but I'm willing to discuss my, my, my deep thoughts on that. It's okay, as long as you don't keep the Danko Seca in the pile right there. On the yeah, side. bro, did you see that picture of Danko that I pulled up? Yeah, I did, uh, yeah, it was, I did. It was, I was about to say that right before. That's my last word. My last word is, Danko Seca is my most hated hated under five dollar and most hated like anti-meta like monster card to put on the field against me because i'm a trap player and i just i just give up when i see denko seco i'm just like all right you win (laughs) yeah well thanks a ton micah for yeah thanks a ton for coming on dude we always are looking to you know have people on not only just obviously it helps Mm -hmm. us reach a broader audience but it also is a huge help in getting somebody else's experiences, getting somebody else's thoughts and opinions, and really putting out there that no matter where you are and what you do, there's always somebody that's interested, and there's always somebody willing to help out. So thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Thank you. And my, my Twitch is uh, twitch.tv slash YGO. I hope everyone who's listening will uh, will follow. Uh, my Twitter is at RoninToadNYGO. Same with my uh, Instagram. Uh, so please, uh, you know, reach out. And I have a YouTube, RoninToadNYGO. <laughs> Absolutely. And we're, we're going to put links to all of those in the description to this episode of the podcast. Awesome. Um, there's an outside chance that since we did go over two, two hours, hours, normally our episodes are an hour piece, what we might do is... We, we might break break, break it, it up into, into two episodes, episodes, one air Friday, one air Saturday. Perfect. Specifically because we can do two one-hour episodes. Perfect. Uh, so, but we will put it in the description of one or both, whatever we decide to do. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much for coming on. Uh, please make sure to everybody follow us on Twitter, on uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, We've said it before, we're trying to get on Apple Podcasts, but for some reason, they're really giving us some difficulties over that. Uh, But you can listen to us most anywhere of the major places that you would listen to a podcast. Uh, We we upload every, I want to say, Tuesday and Friday. Yep, every Tuesday and Friday. Yeah, I get the days a little mixed up because we we record on different days than we upload, so it takes time. But yeah, we record every Tuesday. I mean, we post every tuesday and every friday and we usually have everything posted at like eight o'clock in the morning you know uh we might start posting earlier it's really good for your commute to work or home from work uh so and we want to thank a special shout out we have analytics for everything that we do because the host site that we use to put our podcast out there gives us our analytics and for some reason somehow we got a rather 
significant following in New Zealand of all places. So those of you listening in New Zealand, we see you and thank you. <laughs> Not just New Zealand, but everywhere, but a large swath of our listenership is in New Zealand. So thank you for that. Oh, yeah. I really appreciate it. And watch out for the Kiwis. Thank you, yeah. guys. <laughs> I, I really loved coming on here. You guys are awesome. No problem. We'll get together again soon, dude. All right. Have a good evening. You too. Take yeah. care. Yeah. Uh, you too, man. Everybody else also can also take, have a great evening. Take care. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.